It is pertinent to say that Micah's time in the 8th century before Christ had been a period of relative prosperity and a modicum of peace. But that was giving way to something more ominous. The armies of Assyria, an area in present-day northern Iraq and Turkey, had toppled Damascus and now advanced upon Samaria in Israel's northern region. By century's end, Judah to the south will be a vassal state under Assyrian domination. Micah felt peril on all sides. The fearful people would be straining to hear a word of hope, indeed of rescue from the deity. You and I know fear, even if its causes may be different for us from those in Micah's time. Some of us, for instance, are afraid of what could happen to children, parents, other family members, or friends. Some of us are haunted by epidemics and or other illnesses. There is also fear of failure and fear of poverty, fear of divorce, but also fear of marriage. A concern of mine these days is an apparent erosion of a common ethos that had been counted upon to hold us together as a culture and as a society. This erosion, by the way, has been called the unwinding in a book of that name by George Packer. He means the uncoiling of our sense of human community and it's being supplanted on all sides by the morbid pursuit of individual advantage. Into the context of fearfulness, the word of the deity does come to the prophet Micah. It is from Bethlehem, a no-account little village, a savior will come, a person of peace. Thus, the stage of history is set. 
And in today's gospel, Mary, a woman as little known as Bethlehem, but soon to become the mother of Jesus, realizes her role in the fulfillment of the divine promise announced by Micah. Mary's Magnificat, the Latin for our word magnify, begins, my soul magnifies the Lord. Her canticle foresees the divine mercy coming upon the people. She predicts the end of destructive exploitation and privilege. Her words state that the proud are being put to rout along with their private schemes. The divine, she continues, is pulling the mighty down from their thrones and exalting the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. This is the transvaluation of values, so-called. The overturning of the mistaken and misleading values of the world, the things that provoke and sustain our fears, and the infusion instead of divine powers for good, as if from another order of reality altogether. But even though a more just and peaceable world is coming, still the world is battered by fear, hatred, disorder, competitive self-aggrandizement. A charity that Sally and I support is the World Jewish Congress. This group monitors acts of hatred that typically begin with attacks upon Jews across the planet. Its president, Ambassador Ronald Lauder, recently spoke to world leaders in Bologna, Italy. He noted the connection between the fading of humanitarian religion and the filling of its resulting gap with hatred. The World Jewish Congress believes that younger people across the world are less and less familiar 
with humanitarian values and principles than were previous generations. Ambassador Lauder pointed out that religion has given humankind hope and purpose for thousands of years. But presently, he said, a new generation has been raised with no connection to religion whatsoever. The consequence is that when young people are not learning the basic rules of decency, they gravitate toward the teaching of hate and intolerance. He concludes, all of us have the power and responsibility to turn this around, close quote. It is no accident that for, day, for today, our church has selected a message of gentleness and understanding just before we honor the coming of the deity to us. He was a helpless infant, as little known as his parents and as Bethlehem, his birthplace. He came not with might to add to our fears, but as a baby, gently to steal our hearts and guide our feet into the way of peace. So today, let's commit ourselves to being more purposeful teachers and exemplars for peace, tolerance, and respect for others. These provide the essence and the essentials of a renewed and humane human community before the face of God. Yeah.